This is Journey Free Podcast, a sacred space with Unique Hershey, a multi-dimensional one who loves to meet life experiences and conversation. She inspires others to embrace their differences and encourages them to love themselves for the uniqueness that they are. Listen for candid conversations on lifestyle, spirituality, wellness, sexuality, and inspiration. All are welcome to converse, engage, and share. So come catch this vibe because it's a blessing. Hey Journeys, where y'all been? It's Unique and I'm back with another episode. Welcome to season three. If this is your first time listening, then hey, how you doing? And if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for showing up for your girl. Shout out to all of our monthly supporters who give to this show on a consistent monthly basis. Y'all support in sustaining these episodes means so, so much to me. I wanted to take some time to come on to the podcast today and speak with you guys I have a few ideas written down in my phone but I think I want to do another one from the heart yes 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 if y'all haven't connected with us on social media, you can find us at Journey Free Podcast, as well as checking the show notes for all you need to know about how to engage with this show once you finish listening, okay? Hey y'all, hey. So at the time of recording this episode, it is actually a Wednesday and I just got out of therapy. Y'all know that we are advocates of mental health here at Journey Free Podcast. And I hope that if you are in a season in your life where you feel like you could use a little extra tools to help you navigate through your experiences beyond just you trying to figure it out on your own, that you are connecting with those resources resources that may be available to you in the means of whatever that looks like. So for me, I go to therapy, but there are different alternatives that you can use for your own situation. This is not medical advice or anything like that, but you can have a spiritual counselor, a mental health therapist, a licensed clinical social worker, group therapy, so many, so many variations. I'm so grateful for the access that I do have to these things and how I have been able to keep up with it for a few years now. And I'm really, really proud of myself for continuing to show up for me no matter what. Even when things get hard, even when I feel like what we could talk about could be challenging or difficult when she read me for filth and I'd be like, I'm not gonna come back no more. (laughs) Through it all, through it all, through it all. I am still showing up and that's really all that matters. One thing I know for sure that I can be a lot better around is how it is that I'm communicating with my relationships because I cannot say y'all that I was ever a good communicator and I might just be being a little hard on myself just because of the way that I have been perceived or how people project onto me. However, I know that I do need a lot of work around how it is that I communicate with my loved ones or the lack thereof. So there's like two sides. A part of me can be very, very guarded 
where I don't share anything because of my previous hurt, whether within that relationship or within other relationships that remind me of that relationship. Or I can be very, very open and articulating my feelings, my thoughts and opinions, but have this crippling fear that if I share with somebody else how it is that I'm feeling, my emotional space, where it is that I am, they can use that later down the line as ammunition against me. And that's what makes it difficult for me to open up to certain people about certain things because of my past hurt and trauma within friendships within romantic connections that prevented me from really being able to open up and just shutting myself down through conversations and really being able to share. But I always wanted to be like this beacon, this example of what it means to be emotional intelligent, but also what it means to be in an evolutionary connection. I know that that role is not meant for everybody. I know everybody is not in a space where they want to even spiritually evolve or grow past what it is that they are today. And that's okay. For me, I have placed this expectation on certain connections in my life based on our conversations, based on our experiences together. And I have put them in this bubble to say the least of these are the things that I know I can talk about with this specific person, with this specific group. These are the things that I know that I cannot. And being able to really differentiate the role that each person plays in my life has been so, so key. But also not imposing onto others what it is that I expect from them that is out of their norm, their comfort zone, or just not a part of their makeup or personality. Oftentimes we expect people to show up as us in connections and if people showed up as us, they wouldn't be able to be them. That's my mission this week. My mission this week is to continue to show up as me, be 10 toes down about how it is that I'm showing up and when I'm doing that, not fearing being rejected, abandoned or broken up with or kicked to the curb or kicked out of the friend group because I'm me. And that comes with a great deal of responsibility to self because you thoroughly just being your most authentic self, 10 toes down about that, is really what's going to attract the people that's really meant for your life. The more we try to be like other people, the more we try to reach the standards of what others expect from us, the further it is that we will be pulled from our truest identity. For me, I feel like some people be confused or conflicted around who it is that I am. Transparency moment. I have been a person who has put on the best version of what it was that I assumed that the person wanted me to be rather than just showing up through all my mess with the realization that I'm also human. I go through things. I make mistakes, not trying to be perfect all the time, not always trying to meet the mark, this unattainable mark to say the least. 
And it has caused a lot of conflict in my relationships because there's parts of me that really genuinely want to be everything that people want me to be. And I know a lot of us don't want to do our childhood healing, don't want to do our childhood shadow work, but I believe a lot of it goes back to that. I feel like I would overextend myself or try to be the best or try to be perfect because I felt like that was the only way that I was going to be received, accepted, and loved. That if I was truly myself, I would ultimately make people jealous, envious, and hate on me because there was something about me that they did not have in their self. And that's something that's really, really key in this season in my life. Just really being able to show people that allowing people to show up exactly how it is that they are is really what's going to bring the fullness of your connection of how it is that y'all can be because of the simple fact that you're not trying to control the next person's actions ways or moves and that's really really hard especially for me y'all I be really out here trying to make people be what I want them to be I be really having these expectations for people to show up how I want them to show up while on the other hand, I be wanting people to give me space to go through my shit, go through my things without judging me or keeping stuff the way it always has been. Even though we're both in the midst of changing, we're both in the midst of evolving and clinging on to certain connections and relationships because that's what feels comfortable. But it's like if you started off on the basis of trying to impress you will constantly be trying to impress. And when I say that must be so energetically draining and it just pulls from my soul so deeply. So as I'm making connections moving forward, I'm having to think about, all right, can I just show up from where it is that I am today, ride it out really, really cool without trying to do the most, without trying to be what it is that I think that somebody expects of me not being this, I guess it would be like the pick me trope or the relatable trope because people who always want to relate, it's because they don't want to have dialogue or discussions with other people that can turn out difficult because the views are different. And for me, I'm really trying to come to terms with people having different ways, different views, different actions on how they move on things. And knowing that that has nothing to do with me, knowing that I, too, have different ways, different parts of being this to the next person that does not have anything to do with the next person. Right. We can encourage each other. We can encourage our connections to see things from a different perspective to the best of our abilities all day long. But until that person is ready to do that for themselves, you just got to let people live and let live. I be wanting so different for my friends. I be wanting so different for my family. But that's none of my business. Their experience is none of my business. And I think that's why I get so like irritated and agitated when people try to impose their methods and their processes onto me because it shows me a reflection of myself of how like my friend could come to me with a certain thing and then I go and try to fix them 
Why is that? I think I do that because I've constantly been trying to fix myself because I didn't think that the self that I was was okay as is. And so constantly trying to fix, constantly trying to adjust to meet like whatever standard that I felt would be more accepted and easier to swallow. I went through this phase where I wanted to be the cool girlfriend who didn't bring drama, who didn't fuss or fight, that just kind of let my person do whatever they wanted to do. Really didn't set any expectations or boundaries and really just accepted whatever it was that I got. I also have been through this period where a person will tell me like what it is that they like and I would transmute myself into the thing that they like or a person would tell me what it was that they want and I would bend over backwards just to give it to them so that they could like me or love me. I also have gone through periods where I would say yes when I really meant no and that has caused me much resentment towards a lot of people in my life because on one hand I wanted to please them but on the other hand my true self was just not feeling it and didn't want to but I did it anyway and over time with doing that multiple times I started to give resentment towards them and then I would either pull away or become like extremely attached or extremely codependent because it was just like I did all these things for you that you wanted all for you to ultimately play up And I will feel a slap in the face because I feel like I wasted my energy, my resources, and my time when it's just like, all you had to do was say no. I could have saved so much money by just saying no. I have allowed guilt to really cripple my finances in extreme ways. I feel like guilt and shame alone have been two key contributors to my debt situation looking the way that it does. I feel like the bulk of my student loan debt is from me not realizing that college wasn't for me, not feeling like I had to attain a degree for bragging rights for my family, Not feeling like I had to go to this prestigious school because I was so smart and I felt like it was going to give me some sort of status and my people was going to be able to be like, oh yeah, Unique went to such and such and my baby is so smart. My baby is so this, you know, like trying to uphold bragging rights for somebody else. And it was just like, I knew that it was time for me to go way before I actually flunked out but I didn't go I have canceled a lot of things because I said yes to things my situation would change and I would have to cancel money would be wasted on it and that just makes me feel so like guilty and shameful when I could just have said no I can't or just waited You know, sometimes just waiting a little bit will save you a lot of money too. But also like, say for example, it's a specific person who whenever you call them and you need something, they look out for you. And the one time that they call and you don't have it, you kind of give it to them anyway and you end up 
ultimately like putting yourself in a bind because you feel like you owe them something. I have discovered through me doing my budget accountability meetings with my accountability partner that there's a family member that I truly feel indebted to with my life. And I think that the reason I feel that way is because every time they would do something for me. They would kind of like bring it back up or throw it back up in my face. Or they would say how it was so hard for them to be able to stretch towards me because they had their own things going on. And I've been held with the responsibility of them not saying no. And so you see how we are reflections of each other just expressing itself in different ways. I really want to let go of feeling like I'm indebted to them so that we can actually build like a connection that's meaningful and purposeful, one that would be memorable for this life. But I just feel so detached and so disconnected from them because of the simple fact that like early on, I feel like our dynamic was skewed by the way in which they had to show up for me because my dad wasn't in place or my mom couldn't do what she had to do because things was tight. And so ultimately the burden got put on them. And honestly, like I just wanted my family member to be my family member. I didn't necessarily want them to be responsible for taking care of me. I feel like it tainted our dynamic and what we could have been or whatever. So now I'm trying to rewrite like, okay, how do I establish this connection with somebody that I feel like I essentially owe so much money, owe so much of my life. I feel like anytime they ask me for something, I have to do it because of the guilt I feel around them having to do so much for me and me not being able to show up in return. I have a very short list of like when I get rich, who I want to pour into, who I want to give into. That person specifically is definitely on that list. But even with that being said, I don't know if I pay them back to the capacity, added tax, doubled it, tripled it. I don't even know if that will really right the wrongs or change the cycle or trajectory of like how it is that we ultimately turned out to be it's like I desire to have this connection but I really don't know how to necessarily move forward with it because of like this wall that I have up when it comes to them it's an interesting dynamic for sure and just this week showing up made me feel like dang am I doing this because I really really want to or am I doing it because I feel like I owe them something you know I'm open to y'all suggestions on how I can navigate that a little bit better I'm happy that I was able to get back into therapy I haven't been there in like over a month or so because I just couldn't get on her calendar and the last time I had a session I missed it if y'all don't remember that from like a few episodes ago but with this specific situation how is it that y'all can um, how is it that y'all think that I can establish a connection with this person that I feel essentially indebted to with my life? And do you even think that it's worth it or should I just let things be as is without trying to mend or change or rebuild, you know? So, yeah. Yeah.
right, y'all. So from this point of the episode, I want to come and talk to y'all about a topic that I was going to initially put on my YouTube channel, but I end up changing my mind (laughs) and I want to do it over here because I just don't feel inclined to my YouTube right now. And I go in the ebb and flow of this and I know now is not the time because I have gained such great momentum with launching my membership space as well as just being very consistent on my channel as it relates to me posting content and engaging with my community and everything. I just feel like there's a blockage there where I won't fully allow myself to ride the momentum in the wave of like success there even if the wave of success doesn't look like I want it to but if y'all are interested in visual content I do lifestyle videos on my YouTube channel and it's my name Unique Terche if y'all are into YouTube or you watch vlogs and stuff if you want to check me out I will put the link in the show notes and I welcome y'all so come on over say hi tell me that you're from Journey Free Podcast so the topic that I wanted to discuss was trusting yourself in the timing of building connections friendships and relationships I kind of already built a stage of where it is that I am as it relates to this and I really want to explore for myself how is it that I can build a level of trust with me so that when I do show up in my connections I can show up a lot better and not be so codependent on my connections to fill the gaps that I don't feel for myself because I feel like that's a really really heavy burden to put on somebody and I felt that myself from other people and I want to stop doing that so Self-trust means consistently staying true to yourself. At its very core, trusting yourself means you look after your own needs and safety. You treat yourself with love and compassion rather than strive for perfection. You know deep down that you can survive difficulties and you refuse to give up on yourself. Okay, so I'm going to pull a few tips from Psych Central so that we can all learn how to do this because I really feel like I'm not alone. Five ways to trust yourself more. One, reconnect with yourself. Two, practice self-compassion. Three, set reasonable goals. And you want those to be smart goals, specific measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. Four, spend time alone. Five, master a skill. Self-trust is an essential life skill that helps you have self-esteem and a sense of competence. However, many people lack this self-trust whether a life experience made them lose it or they never had the opportunity to build it in the first place. While you're connecting with yourself, learning new skills, or spending time in solitude, it helps to keep up a regular self-compassion practice to support you in your journey towards deeper self-trust. Seeking support from a mental health therapist may also help you regain your self-trust. Okay, so yeah, that sounds 
about rights and I did go ahead and pull that from Psych Central, Five Ways to Trust Yourself More. If y'all want to dive a little bit deeper into all the different points that was mentioned in the article, here's a quote. Without a humble but reasonable confidence in your own powers, you cannot be successful or happy. Believe in yourself and there will come a day when others will have no choice but to believe with you. The only power that exists is inside ourselves. Okay, I love that. I love that. I love that a lot. I actually pulled that from a blog. It's called blog.gratefulness.me. It's like a 50 confidence quotes list to inspire you. So yeah, I also like Goodreads for quotes. I actually leave a quote in my signature week to week. I try to change it like every week or every week and a half. (laughs) I think a variation of one of those I probably want to put on my signature line at work because I really, really like that. When I was growing up, y'all, I really didn't have any reservations around um, my love for self and my self-compassion. I actually love myself a lot and I actually trusted myself a lot. I think that a lot of fears and reservations and hesitations was imposed on me and I started to pick those up as normal, but it's not really like the core of truly who it is that I am. I think that like the reason why I have ended up in connections or jobs that didn't fit me or just even being in a city that I no longer want to be in is that I don't have enough trust in my own abilities to be able to pull myself out of my comfort zone and so I feel like it has caused me to be a little stagnant because it's just like I have essentially just waited around for my moment rather than just taking the moment for myself and I have allowed like the narratives and opinions of others to convince me that my dreams are too big what it is that I want is unrealistic I have to be more analytical and responsible get my head out of the clouds type thing and so I've tried it you know For a while, I shot it down. I was like, no, I can't do that. I'm good. I'm straight with just going coasting through life. I'm good. (laughs) Due to challenges that have come up for me, I ultimately blamed me just going and coasting through life and going with the flow as the reason for those challenges when it's just like life happens to all of us. Whether you are more practical or more imaginative it's not going to deem you more successful or more progress than the other you get what I'm saying and that's why it's so important to like really be careful around the company that you keep if you're a very imaginative person it's great to have like practical people within your sphere that can help you like be balanced through like your imaginative ways but just make sure that the practical people that's in your sphere are not imposing practicality on you but letting you discover the practicality for yourself and I think that because I have limited myself to explore like the most outrageous quote-unquote outrageous ideas ambitions or not stuck through 
the whole process of what that looks like. It has made me second guess or if I don't get the outcome or the result that I had hoped or wished for and it turns out differently for me, it has made me also second guess. Or if someone says, that's a bad idea, I don't think you should do that because when I did that, it didn't work. And then it will make me second guess myself just based on like it not being successful for the next person or how like there's things that I want to do in this life that I can actively see other people successful in it, other people doing it, but I don't think that I am able to attain it as well. Like I think it's only meant for them over there. It's kind of like that other side of the tracks narrative or the grass is greener on the other side. When you come from an environment that's underprivileged, disadvantaged, you think that because the environment is that way, there's no possible way for you to ever go to the other side and then within that you'll tend to like glamorize and over glorify what the other side looks like and so I think because I've done that it makes me very hesitant to actually be in the other side because I have these preconceived notions around what the other side experiences are like are they trustworthy are they honest people Do they just take from the poor so that they can stay rich? You get what I'm saying? And so it be those type of blockages that I feel like hinders my money from coming in, hinders certain opportunities from coming in, hinders me from just going and being the nomad that I want to be, travel the world, not really be attached to just one place, not just anchoring myself in one place place because I feel like it's more responsible than feeling like I'm on this timeline of hurry up hurry up because within the next few years you're gonna have to have children and of course you can't take your children all around the world and be a nomad with kids that's not realistic how would they do school (laughs) you know and so it's like all these different just voices even though like for me I can see it clearly in my head like there has to be a way it has to be possible I've seen it I watch school bus people van life people all the time with like multiple kids RVers multiple kids they travel around the world or they travel around the country with their kids and they still learn They still have a former school. It's just not brick and mortar traditional like that. It's kind of like people selling stuff online. I'm sure the stores were initially like, why would you sell things on the internet when you can just go to the store, touch and fill it? And then the internet shopping blew up. Now we have e-commerce. It's the same application. I feel like I'm pushing off a lot of things for myself And it's causing me to be very, very dissatisfied and unfulfilled because I'm doing things in a way that I feel like is most responsible and practical when my general makeup is not that at all. I feel very limited in my creative expression these days 
which I've been trying to like really strengthen like my sacral chakra and stuff like that. In the midst of me doing that, other things are coming up and I just feel like juggling a whole bunch of balls <laughs> all at once and not really being able to hone in on moving my life in a trajectory that is fulfilling for me. And I want to really tap into that for my 30th year. I feel like I made a lot of mistakes in my 20s. Just honestly, y'all, not knowing what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> and looking to other people to give me the answers when I really just need to figure it out for myself. And I really just need to trust my process. And I have found trusting to be very, very hard. I don't trust my relationships. I don't trust my friends. I don't trust my job. Nothing in my sphere or vicinity right now seems stable. I feel like everything is just rocky. Not that my world is necessarily crumbling, but it's just fractured. I feel like I'm having a very fractured existence in that I need to like feel the splits that's occurring in my world. That's my heart space. That's my head space. That's my mental. That's my emotions post-therapy. And I hope that through me discovering this part of me, through me doing my work, through me actively taking self-reflection, noticing my wrongs, my rights, noticing that this is all a process. It's a journey that life is not linear in the way that it's perceived that it should be. That taking some steps backwards to go forward is also okay. Coming to acceptance with those terms and realizing that, girl, you're doing the best that you can with what it is that you got. Stop being so hard on yourself. I think I'm my worst critic. The self-inflicted like drama and trauma that just constantly comes up like a sad, sad love song. Girl, cut it out. <laughs> pray that y'all have a filled week ahead that y'all can strengthen your trust in yourself that you can reach out to somebody that you have been thinking about make sure that they're okay that you can arrange something fun something social to do with people that you truly trust love and enjoy that you can Think of something therapeutic to do with you. I will catch y'all next week for another episode. In the meantime and in between time, you can come over and check out my YouTube channel at Unique Tarche, my spirituality channel, The Unique Journey. Our social media for this podcast is at Journey Free Podcast. You can leave a rating or review of the show. If you scroll down, click on the stars. Let us know your thoughts, what you think. 
tell a friend to tell a friend about Journey Free Podcast. That way this message, this word, this show can be spread across multiple audiences all around the world. Because we girls are the world, baby. And if you want me to come to your city, your town, to do a live show, then we need a whole bunch of people in your city and your town listening to the unique journey. That's just how it goes. That's just how it is. You can help this show by contributing as little as a dollar a month to sustain future episodes. That helps me get more episodes out here, more settings, more guests, everything, everything, everything. If you have recommendations for guests, send those to us in the DM at Journey Free Podcast. And yeah, I think that's everything. You want to connect with me on a personal like level, see what I do. It's Unique Terche on most major platforms. Yeah, I think that's it. This was a vulnerable one. I'm going to try to work on it through posts and kind of make it seem a little more flowy and concise, but it was really just an opportunity for me to have a heart dump, a mental dump, a thought dump here in this spot. Talk it out. Now we move on, we move forward, and we actively take the steps to moving into what it is that we truly 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 want for ourselves rather than just staying in a constant loop of repeating everything that we once said over and over it gets old how are you going to change your existence your reality to make things look differently for you and stop blaming other people for your dissatisfaction in life that's the challenge You have now been tuned in to Journey Free Podcast, where life experiences meet conversation. I am your host, Unique Terche, and I have blessed y'all with another episode. Until next time, bye journeys.